This is a special experience for me right now. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise! Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Doina. Can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends take a look at the curious world around us. What do us. I mean by the curious world around us? Well, what? we like to take a dive into movies, music, mystery, and history, dabbling in the ugly, unpleasant, unrelenting, and uncanny, and almost Ooh. always touching the world of the macabre. On Years today's episode, we... um. Holy shit. I forgot what I was. I didn't even write anything about this part. I usually... <laughs> Josh, Josh, we got to step up our intro, dude. I know. We got to step up our intro so much. It's not <laughs> God, that was so this. good. I, wow. Ours is not as good as that. Those beautiful speaking voices of. you hear. Yeah. Speaking of those beautiful voices yes. you hear chiming in are our awesome guests that we have here tonight. You saw it in the description. They come over from Two Towns Over, an urban legend mm -hmm. podcast. Please welcome Josh and Ruben. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks. I'm Ruben. I'm the other one. <laughs> we just talk about Josh. urban legends, real true crime that happens. Sometimes we talk about things in, from the big book of bu uh, bullshit. Yeah, we oh. call it the big book of bullshit. We do midweek episodes every week where we, uh, we just read from an urban legends book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot like that. <laughs> Honestly, for our podcast listener, both far and wide, uh, we got a little bit for everybody. If you like listening to crime, if you like watching Tiger King, you're going to love us. <laughs> Ooh, Beautiful. that's a good description. I love it. Yeah, I don't remember, honestly, how I found you guys. Are you guys on Slasher? <laughs> I don't know. You found well, us when you did your Ben Drowned episode and you reached out to us on Facebook. That's right. I did. I did like yeah. a Google search or something on like Ben Drowned while I was doing And then that's oh, why. Right. Drowned. Then I found them. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for knowing that. The information uh, those other voices <laughs> chiming in are our lovely co-occupants, my co-occupants of the podcast, at Chuddle the Sam and at Chuddle the so, Ross on Instagram hey. and Slasher. And don't forget to follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? At those... Well, because fuck it. God damn Cause it. Because fuck it. God damn it. Damn it. Oh. I'm all flustered tonight. I can't handle what? the okay, pressure. So what is have been that up lately, I gotta say. I know. What's the terminology? Okay, so that wasn't a pre-Y. That was a post... That was a too long Y? The Y was, the y was fun. Was right. My follow-up was wrong. wrong. Yeah. Oh, so it was, a, it was an extended follow-up. <laughs> Were you thinking about baseball? Thank Probably. you for having us, Brian. You're welcome. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah. I saw Pup last night with the wife. Nice. Canadian band. We all know how much I love Canada. <laughs> and they were awesome. I mean, the energy was there. They were ripping. It's not really my band. It's my wife's band. But I had a fucking blast. And I do like them. And I like them more after seeing them. But they were very Canadian, and the in-between stage banter was the best thing. Was like, were, they they were they apologizing between songs? Like what do you Almost. Mean? So first song, they play their first song, and then they're like, all right, everybody, 
Look at the people around you, because these people are going to rock out with you for the next hour. Now, if anybody falls or anybody gets hurt, make sure you take care of them. Let's go. Oh, that's so wholesome. God. Yeah. <laughs> now, is just play a America, song. Better. Stop. I, between the next song, he's like, hey, hold on. What's what's somebody lose over here? Oh, glasses. All right, everybody. <laughs> everybody in this area here, look around for some glasses. Oh, Yo. there they are. All right. Whoa, Let's keep amazing. going. They were just so, so much fun and so nice and funny. They did a lot of great stuff. America takes so, notes. And it was raining. It was raining a lot. And I, Janice Lent Live in St. Pete is a concert I realize I've been going to for 20 years. Jesus. Or a venue. <laughs> <You're> I know. <laughs> and <laughs> the, it was the first time it had been raining for a show. And it really hurt the crowd, I think. There's some weird like construction going on there. But it was maybe a little over a quarter full, maybe a third full. But the people who were there were like there because of how much they love pup. They're like, oh, sure. I don't care how much it's raining, I'm gonna be there. So yeah, it actually yeah. made it a lot more uh, fun. I can see that you know, the vibe sure. was really cool. Sure, sure, sure. So that's what I've been up to. Good, Boss. nice. Um, I God, honestly, not a whole lot. I've been recovering from pussy cake, so I've been. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you need wow. to recover from that. I, you know, <laughs> I you did. did you know, it's right. funny. After we recorded it. I watched it again. Nice. Um, and that, I, yeah, I need, I need a little time. I mean, like, not in a bad way. It was just like that. Was it was just a. It, I think watching. Why would it, you watch it again in a bad way? <laughs> no, not in a bad way. As in, like, I was enjoying it, but that, like, I watched Pussy Kick like fucking four times in a row in Jesus. like a forty-eight hour span. <laughs> I, so like, for I was like, all right, I gotta. I gotta just. I'm gonna read a book. Uh, I think I'm gonna go bird watching. I think I'm gonna just. You I'm know, sure. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a lot. Cleanser. That'd be you a lot. I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of. So you guys probably don't know in the movie Pussy Cake, there's a lot of throwing up milk or jizz into other people's Ooh. mouths to make them pregnant. Um, Satanic snowball. No, there's no Satan. No, I guess interdimensional snowballing. Yeah. Well, yeah. as we've learned on our own podcast, everything is Satan. Everything, everything, <laughs> literally everything, everything is safe. Yeah, now that's safe. a shirt. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's definitely Don's line. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Everything's a devil. Okay, oh. so um, lay off on the pussy cake for a little bit. I, and... I am. I am. Actually, uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, that with not even close to anything that we cover. Um, I read. I downloaded. Uh, I guess it's the revamp of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the eight bit like side scroller. Oh, the- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the, the Cowabunga the collection. Game. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I just, I've been cracking out on that. I, I feel nice. like I should have ecto cooler, gushers, and like just some, just some radio. Not even just a random radio station. Usually, like maybe mid rock and roll because I didn't really have a lot of CDs back then. But mm-hmm. that's, oh, yeah. I, yeah, that, I'm just getting get back into my on. younger roots. Sure. Yeah. Nostalgia. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're all, getting old here. <laughs> and, right. Uh, feel always, it. always fucking play as Donatello. I'm the youngest here and I feel it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel, do you feel the dust, the dust, <laughs> the cobwebs? So you're a Donatello. I, I, I don't know. I'm definitely Raphael for sure is what I always play as. Same. Ooh, angsty. Oh, yeah, right? Okay. I thought Sam was the same yeah, as well. I, what, what, what turtles are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a Donatello. 
Yeah, I've nice. always been a Raphael. Oh at. shit! Fuck yeah! Oh. No variation. Two Donatellas and three Raphaels. Let's go to our dentist and see how they agree. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I was listening to your Ed Gein episode right before this, and I did just because you said all of your guests needed to be dentists. I in the last two days while we were planning this, I did go through all of dentistry oh. school, so I am <laughs> qualified. God. Oh shit! Perfect. All I did was go to a fake certificate.com oh, and get an MD to put on the wall. Perfect. I did okay. forget. I did forget to tell you. Shit. Oh, awesome. oh well. Good. It works no, out fine. Good. We're no, probably we... gonna have to kick you off main po- mid podcast. <laughs> We're gonna have to lie to our audience. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Spe- dentist talk. Oh, hey, Brian. How are you? Here we doing? are. I'm doing well. Dentist talk. <laughs> De- oh. So. <laughs> Yeah, we worked um, it in. We worked it and we got it in there. Um, we're recording on a different night than usual. All things chained around. I thought I was going to be like Power Man 5000, like Sam getting p- teeth pulled and, you know, cavities filled and all that shit and recording the same night. Hell no. I got two teeth pulled oh, and I was no. out for like two days. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I was there recently too. It's honestly actually amazing to me that you are recording right now. Because I I have had exactly one operation on my teeth and it put me out for like a week. Yeah. Wow. Same. Yeah. yeah. When I got my wisdom yanked, I was I was fucked up for like yeah. a week and a half. It that was, was just the one like I did all four at the same time. <laughs> oh, same. Yeah, I did the same. Jeez. Yep. I really. Okay. That's why Donatello gang. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Todd, tell us we just do it all at once, and then we're just fucked up for a week. Just, just, just knock me out for a week and a half. It'll be fun. I needed a vacation anyway. Yeah, right. You guys are making me feel like a super tough guy over here. I had no idea I was so so tough. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe my body just responds to getting teeth pulled well. Maybe that's your superpower. You're on. That is. Well, my I guess that's power. It's useful. not a great power to have because all that can happen is I'll have my teeth pulled. <laughs> <laughs> But it's certainly a it's what I got. superpower. Yeah. But when it yeah. happens, for four times. Yeah. <laughs> right. do, you, do you think with that superpower, do, you, do do the teeth grow back or is it just like a one and done? Like when you. Well, they I, have not. I was so. about to say, have oh, they? Okay. <laughs> they haven't yet? Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, once again, thank our guests for coming here. We're going to say go ahead and follow us at chuddle the pod on instagram on slasher those are the best places to get to us and talk to us and see what is going on with us and in case you forget any way to find us or reach us or hear about us you can always go over to chuddlethepod.com for all the information you could ever need so tonight we have a we have a fun one for you guys so i the jeez i don't even know where to start with this so I talked about this on the first episode with you guys, and I briefly mentioned it. So we are going to get into the SCP Foundation, but we're going to do that right after this quick break. Ed Gein. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. They were beautiful, truly. (laughs) (laughs) So as I said before the break, tonight we are jumping into the SCP Foundation, a segment that I'm going to cover here with definitely help from our our buddies josh and ruben because they're i i mean to be honest to pull it i guess jesus christ i've lost my train of Just thought of it. everything spit, our, spit my out, sources out. Ahead, for tonight your podcast includes one of my sources i definitely listen to you to your stuff to help me kind of navigate the giant world of the scp foundation so thank you too that's such a that. surreal thing to i me. really right? uh. <laughs> had an out-of-body experience <laughs> <laughs> 
that was yeah uh it definitely helped because there is a lot to this stuff and then i also of course checked out the the wiki for it and the actual wikipedia wikipedia's scp foundation page to help me navigate right Mm -hmm. yeah that's about as official as it gets though really like that's (laughs) their whole you're gonna get into it and i'll i'll tangent on it then but oh yeah we'll get into it so on June 22nd, 2007, a user by the name of SS Walrus makes a post on the paranormal board of 4chan stating the following. Item number SCP-173 Special Containment Procedures Item SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP-173, I'm not going to say the SCP every time after this anymore, container, no fewer than three may enter at any time and the door is to be relocked behind them. At all times, two persons must be looking at 173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Description. Move to Site 19, 1993. Little is known about item number 173's origins. It is constructed from concrete and rebar and was once painted with Krylon brand spray paint. 173 is animate and malevolent. If given the chance, it will kill anyone within its line of sight. Its weakness, however, is that it does not move while being watched. Despite this paralysis, it is still highly dangerous. Able to cover at least two meters in the literal blink of an eye. (laughs) It typically... (laughs) It typically kills by either snapping the victim's neck from behind or grabbing the victim's throat and strangling him. Whatever animates 173 does not give it much force with which to break things as seen above a large room with unbarred windows is fully capable of containing it. Its grip, however, is unbreakable as when it's not moving, the statue is hard and strong as concrete. When left alone in its room, one can hear a stone-on-stone scraping from within that is believed to be the sound of 173 moving about. The reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. We don't know, nor wish to find out, where it comes from or how. It arrives, but 173's container will slowly fill with these substances in order to ensure the bacterial growth within does not begin to damage the building it is contained in. And to maintain some level of sanitation, the enclosure must be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. Now it's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we dive into the SCP Foundation. I, I am truly excited. I, I'm okay. always excited. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, a lot. That was a lot of information. So that was, that was a lot. The full I got first a few questions. entry. Yes. First. Yeah. This was. This came out before the Weeping Angels. After. After. <laughs> so oh, that was a barely. point of contingency for yeah. a long time with this was people would. So, you know, 4chan doesn't archive their posts by default at all. So when mm. a post is gone from 4chan, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some users that archived over time and somebody did get a hold of the original post for this one. And they finally determined that it did, in fact, come out a couple of months after the Doctor Who episode. Yes. Interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously the statue, because it's a statue as well, the moving when you're not looking thing, we've seen other places. Yeah. The statue. But what's different, 
Is the poop and blood? <laughs> is the is the is the shit and blood? So okay, quick recap. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's alone, <laughs> if it's alone, you hear a rhythmic chafing sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just scraping so, around the room. So we. That's what you think. And then it fills oh, with poop and blood. It's basically our apartment. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, this th- This just sounds like he's giving himself a rough tugger, and then he just shits and bleeds. And bleeds. I mean, I guess it's basically dude, our stone apartment. stone-on-stone contact has got to be, I mean, you'd bleed. You'd, be, you'd chafe. Like, well, there's, there's rebar as well. Depending on, like, I've seen different, Ooh. like, pictures of it. There's supposed to be, like, rebar poking out of them, and, like, it's it's a weird... Doesn't look as I guess much like a well constructed so statue. So it's like a um so it's like a stone golem. Like it's like a basically okay. kind of yeah. yeah. Okay, like a construction golem. Like if it just woke up and yeah. said, Oh shit, I it's got It's also a been described me. as like a like a, a statue of a baby at some point okay. too. Oh the most, the most images that I see of it are usually like if you guys have ever seen like ancient mesopotamian prayer statues that have been rubbed like almost <laughs> smooth mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 yeah. With, like mm-hmm. pieces of rebar and chunk miss and chunks missing yes it's, it's like a big head thing i don't know what it is about rebar that makes something scarier too right mm-hmm. it's just that's just a scarier yeah, true, scary yeah. material <laughs> <laughs> i'm just Ooh, always what like, is that rebar oh no thank you creeps you ever me scrape out your ankle on some rebar <laughs> yeah no that's why the worst. Yeah, no thanks. I'm just always afraid it's gonna like shoot through me somehow. Right, that's what I was gonna say. No. Right, is I, it? That's my the worst one. And like Does stick into the, the ground where you're stuck there. Have rebar or something? Why is this? No, that has Why logs. Afraid of this. And it was, I don't know. It was the Tomb Raider game. <laughs> she falls oh, down like a cliffside okay. and ends up on rebar, impaled yeah. on a rebar. You're right. Yeah. That's Should have known it all goes back to Lara Croft. Always <laughs> always does. Always does. Mm-hmm. So that was that that story I gave you there was kind of like that it was the first iteration of it. It I think has since evolved a little bit and it's actually told a little bit differently on the official wiki site right now. But that was what first came out of it and what kickstarted this mad mad world we're about to venture into i absolutely love this is this all right so not to jump the shark is this a just a collection of creatures and objects from or essentially yes this is my shit this is my shit (laughs) i love this this is so good oh i'm so excited described it as um it's like if if the men in black were real but instead of just aliens, it was every single urban legend. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. And also some myths. Like the real men in black. I follow. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. We all know that they're not real. <laughs> yes, officially. quote. <laughs> so to go back to our little uh, entry post, uh, this is what started the whole thing. And SS Walrus was actually someone that goes by the name of Moto42. And soon after this post, more entries were being made and the legends started growing. It was in 2008 that the official SCP Foundation website started. And before we really get into the lore and structure and all the different SCPs and types of SCPs and so on, I should say this. Because I know Sam got confused about what we were talking about when I brought up the SCP Foundation in our first episode. (laughs) So in the real world... Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a collaborative (laughs) writing project sam didn't understand at first and thought he was like so is it like QAnon stuff like do people really believe it (laughs) don't feel bad sam so did i 
<laughs> so like people who thought it was actually real. Right. Oh, there's probably one person who thinks it's absolutely real. Oh yeah. When it first started, I really thought it was like literally some QAnon crazy conspiracy theory or something. Well, I yeah. I I was asking if this was like Q, somebody with Q level clearance was leaking this stuff. Right. Or I if see. we knew if that it was like it was one being person written. is in the, yes. the lore of it. Okay. So in the real world, our real world, it's just it's a collaborative writing project. Which real world? The one with the men in black or <laughs> the, the the fake men in black. The real men in black. I don't know. It's a collaborative writing project. So pretty much AD1 has the ability to write an SCP. But the big thing uh-huh. about it, unlike a creepypasta, is that it has to be submitted and your entry has to be accepted into it. By the collective. Peer reviewed. Well, yeah, well, I think like the 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 mods, I don't know how, how exactly, how do they judge it? Is it a so, select people? Is it the high? Originally, originally, it was very loose and anybody could just write an SCP, give it a number. But then they had a lot of things where it's like, oh, now there's four right. SCP-173s. Mm-hmm. So we need to get some kind of moderation going on here. They ended up, they established this in lore as the O5 Council the overseers council so there is like a a team of main mods for the scp wiki that Mm -hmm. um there's also user voting and stuff but there is a a sizable mod team that uh approves and accepts yeah oh oh, cool so definitely adds to you know it being a little bit easier to just kind of go through any one of the entries click on something and you're probably going to read something pretty fun uh that's not only that your hit rate is higher yeah 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 and i i just made this connection as well like how fucking rad would it be to submit your creative writing project to both an in-universe fictional and also real overseers mm. councils right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah and get it approved or not how crazy yeah. is that that's like a that's like a literary version of larping like i like kind of yes yeah yeah that's a good way to put it i mean that's excellent <laughs> so in okay aha uh-huh. so sam here we go in the quote unquote quote 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 real world of the scp mm-hmm, foundation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're a secret organization no meaning to me so they're a secret organization that's responsible for capturing and containing paranormal supernatural and otherwise mysterious shit <laughs> they're all about okay, being secretive nice. and sure, yeah, yeah. Tag containing it and bag it. these entities and th- i mean when we talk about scps they can really be almost anything and as long as it's weird <laughs> it seems mm-hmm. like okay and we're definitely going to get into a few different ones that i picked out and i'm sure you guys have some good ones that you'll maybe want to chime in with too but it's like the the real Again, we'll probably say this over and over. The real joy that comes out of this is is reading the actual entries and how they're written. A lot of it mm-hmm. won't necessarily mm-hmm. translate to audio medium. So I kind of picked out yeah. the ones that were best to be read. And well, I had to do the same thing. There's when thousands I was picking them for yeah. our episode. Exactly. Because, yeah, there's 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 a lot and it's fun. You can down, definitely go down to those rabbit holes real quick. I was going to say, it sounds like it's up our alley. If yeah, I know what I'm doing this as weekend. long as it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have just recently announced the the winner of the SCP seven thousand contest. Is that like the Daytona five hundred? 
Yes. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Close. They have yeah. uh, all of them race around. No, so there's, as of right now, there's well over 7,000 SCP entries. So wow. recently they just had a contest because everyone, you know, it's all wanted to be the number, you know, SCP-7000. Mm-hmm. So they had like, yeah, a contest to determine who that was. And they recently, I did see it. I didn't actually read it yet, but I, I checked that one out. Yeah. So there's, there's some good ones. I have one. If we have time at the end to talk about it real quick, I did grab one of the newer, I guess we'll call it SCP-7590, which is a pretty fun one we'll talk about. <laughs> but- it seems like this is like such fertile ground for someone to come in and do like a anthology television or film series just based off of this like each object or creature could be oh, an like individual channel zero like a channel zero but like every episode could be about an individual object or creature that's contained and how it got contained it reminds People me of i have I've, tried yeah I'm yeah sure i would yeah i would i wouldn't doubt that for a second because like this seems like it would be ample opportunity to try to do that reminds me of warehouse 13 i don't know if you guys oh, ever watched yes! that show. yes yes Yo. Yes. Yo, yes. <laughs> I have not heard about Warehouse 13 in a million years. Oh, Holy so good. So good. <laughs> Warehouse 13 was Why so good. This reminds me of um, like Warehouse 13 and um, what was the sci-fi or was it USA or sci-fi? It was all the objects in the hotel room that um, I think was called the room or the triangle. I'll, I'll have I to, I I to look, look it up. I don't know. Russell. But I it was, you it's, made that up. No, you made it up? No. <laughs> Liar. All right. <laughs> so. Liar. Like any good bureaucracy, the SCP Foundation has its structures and procedures. There are levels of security clearances, personnel classifications, and staff titles, and detailed explanations of each. So I'll try to give a brief description of each of these just because it might help when we're talking about the actual SCPs and stuff. Security level-wise, you go from zero being the lowest to level five being the highest. Nothing groundbreaking there. Next, you Mm -hmm. have the classifications. These range from class uh, A to, there is a class E, but mainly it's class A, B, C, and D that you hear about. Brian, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. It was called The Lost Room, Sam, and I am not a liar, and it was one season. <laughs> so He just pfft. typed up a Wikipedia entry for that yeah, so, right? so fast, fast so that you would believe So him. fast. I still don't believe it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where were we, Brian? That's oh, fine. <laughs> We're just talking about bureaucracy. Class A are those deemed essential to the Foundation's strategic operations and are not allowed direct access to anomalies under any circumstances. In case of an emergency, Class A personnel are to be immediately evacuated to a designated and secure off-site location. O5 council members are always Class A personnel. So these are the top of the top people. They're actually not allowed to be in contact with the anomalies. And we'll be yeah. In, the back. yeah. in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. like not even close, not even at the sites where they're contained. Is anomalies what we call these creatures or weird experiences? Objects or the yes. X Files? Yes, essentially, that's what that's. I'd say the general term. What we'll call it for you know what an sure. SCP can encompass. Right, because some of them are straight up just like concepts like the entire mm-hmm. state of massachusetts is an scp actually yeah, that's a pretty good what? one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of really really fun stuff what? that i have uh, i know yeah. once we get into these yeah you'll see and i think we're gonna have a lot of fun uh with some making up some shit uh class b are those deemed essential to local foundation operations and may only be granted access to objects entities and anomalies that have passed quarantine and have been cleared of any potential mind affecting effects or 
memetic agents in the event of a contaminant uh, breach. agents. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you sounded like you didn't know exactly what it was. Um, they're things that like, it, it's memes. They get stuck in your brain. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What is it? Medic agent? Mimetic. 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 So yeah. like, a, like a jingle? I mean, Basically. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah there's... Like Red Robin. Oh, God. No. Okay. And then it's like oh, an earwig. No. And it's like, <laughs> then you're hearing it all yeah. the time. Um, in the event of a containment breach or hostile action against the foundation facility, Class B personnel are to be evacuated to a designated secure offsite location as soon as possible. So you'll notice I, I kind of like abbreviated a few of these descriptions from the website and I included the first thing of what they are and like the evacuation procedures because you'll see how quickly, you know, you go down the totem pole you're forgotten about. <laughs> yeah. Sorry mm. about you. Sorry Isn't about that luck. the way it is. Right. Shit rolls downhill. Class C are personnel with direct access to most anomalies not deemed strictly hostile or dangerous. In the event of a containment breach or hostile action against the Foundation facility, non-combatant Class C personnel are to either report to secure lockdown areas or evacuated at the discretion of on-site security personnel in the case of a site-wide breach or other catastrophic event. Now we get to the fun oh, one, oh, Class D. Oh. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they just kind of cut the rope on those guys and be like, okay, well, you guys just like, stay there. It's like, if we have room and if we feel like it. <laughs> if you think they're cutting the rope on Class C personnel. Oh. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. There it is. Class D personnel are expendable personnel used to handle extremely hazardous anomalies and are not allowed to come in contact with Class A or Class B personnel. Class D personnel. Oh, I did include the full description for this one, by the way. Class D personnel are typically drawn worldwide from the ranks of prison inmates convicted of violent crimes, especially those on death row. In times of duress, Protocol 12 may be enacted, which allows recruitment from other sources, such as political prisoners, refugee populations, and other civilian Oops. sources that can be transferred into Foundation custody under plausible, deniable circumstances. Class D personnel are to be given regular mandatory psychiatric evaluations and are to be administered an amnesteptic, am, <laughs> uh, like kind of like a thing that Anaseptic. would- cause amnesia it's amnestic amnestic it like oh. a yeah amnesiac but a yes drug. yeah i'm gonna screw uh, that up probably a few more times as well but it's not it's an easy word to get word. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. see so some like... fucked up shit and then we gotta give you some pills so mm -hmm. you don't remember half they're the mid and black you flashing you yeah yes yeah. essentially and so they're a red shirt suicide squad this group yeah. more or less they're red, they're red shirts. and they're throwaways yeah they literally test so they're gonna get administered that or they're terminated at the end of the month at the discretion of on-site security or medical staff. In the event of a <laughs> catastrophic site event, Class D personnel are to be terminated immediately, except as deemed necessary by on-site security personnel. So yes, completely expendable. This is essentially how any experiment can be run. You throw a, a, a Class D person in there, see what happens. See, oh my God. <laughs> what um, happens when you divide people into classes. <laughs> I I hate. I'd fist bump you so hard right now. You might be my favorite so far. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then there's Class E, but it's like a provisional thing for field agents and containment personnel that have been exposed to potentially dangerous effects during the course of securing establishing 
blah, blah, blah. Not, not, not as fun as any of the other ones. Yeah. So, so our prisoners, I think that's what some of the games are. You can, some, uh, you play as a prisoner. I know in at least one or two of them. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's containment breach. It okay. was like a, a Gmod game. Yeah. I think that's one of the ones I, I saw someone play, you know, on a let's play. And then there are staff titles, which are pretty self-explanatory, except for the O5 council. The O5 count, O5 council is basically Ooh. the top tier members of the foundation i like to think of them as all looking like the stone cutters from the simpsons if you're familiar <laughs> <laughs> just like sitting around in their robes yeah exactly robes just hanging out willy-nilly i always think of them as um the the graybeards from skyrim oh yes okay mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i will think of them yeah how would as, you like to think of them i think maybe schoolboys crossing the street that's weird there should be about 13 of them i think <laughs> what <laughs> Just all gossiping and talking, or like. Okay. Uh, well, I always imagine the O5 Council as literally a quilt guild because I don't. I literally grew up around old women, and all old women talk about is everything that's happening in town. Oh yes, and that's yeah. true. A knitting Shout circle. Out to old women. Heard Shout that. out. Okay, so <laughs> all right, maybe all right. My my version of it is going to look like. Like the stereotypical like eighties nineties movies like CEO boardroom like all the old men oh, sure. sitting at the table yeah. mm-hmm. except they're I not like kids in the hall style except they're not old men it's just a bunch of corgis in men's suits talking <gasps> that's nice. a Resident Evil a Resident Evil did that that's very nice <laughs> right <laughs> yes I can't remember which one it's like a secret ending yes no oh my God. no yes. I said that uh, I thought that's Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Oh, Silent Hill. Hill. That's yes. the one. Yes. Yeah. That's the right. ending. Yeah, secret ending. <laughs> the secret, and then, yeah, and you find it's just Perfect. really bummed out. I'm sorry. Did I do that? Love that shit. I mean, the town of Silent Hill could very well be an SCP thing. Um, yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly certain it is. <laughs> there you go. Like, very literally, well, everything and anything, pretty much. Okay. So we got all the, that, that, that out of the way. The next thing to talk about are... <laughs> more classifications but the actual scp classifications Ooh, yes but please tell. this is really in my opinion where it starts to get really fun um from what i could tell there's about six main classes with a seventh that is called neutralized meaning that they're no longer anomalous either having been intentionally or accidentally destroyed or disabled so we're not really going to th- bother with that class i think over the years there have been a total of 12 different classes for them but most of them are phased out where they don't really yeah. use them anymore because they're either like way too specific where it only applies oh. to two or three scps out of 7500 or <laughs> yeah. um they're too broad and you could apply any scp to it so they just they kind of fell back down to the the main ones that brian's gonna tell us about yeah and it, it seems like uh yeah there's all like sometimes you can subclass them and it can get all you know it's very you know documented subclasses main D&D. classes D D. sam's favorite ross and i we like it <laughs> I, I love D. i am a career dm i've been playing for like, oh hell yeah i don't know almost almost eight years now okay Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah yeah we have a campaign we never finished but that's neither here nor I there i want to like it yeah so every D group right mm-hmm. so we're doing it right aren't we <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah i've got like three or four don't even worry about it awesome awesome all right so as i said there's about six main classes and an scp gets classified into one or can be by using this loose guideline called the box test oh. now it's like an informal guideline and it goes as follows if you lock it in a box leave it alone and nothing bad will happen then it's probably 
safe. If you lock in a box, leave it alone, and you're not entirely sure what will happen, then it's probably Euclid. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and it easily escapes, and it's probably Keter. I'm going to start screwing up names in a second. If you, <laughs> if it is, it, mm-hmm. if it is the box, then it's probably Thaumiel. If did you, you say if it is the box, I did. That's yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. If you Thaumiel, if yeah. you, it, it's Thaum, um, like where's magic. Thor from? <laughs> Asgard. Asgard. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't fit it in a box and it's about to end the world, then it's probably a polyon. And if you could have locked it in a box but choose not to, then it's probably Archon. 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 Mm-hmm. Archon. There it is. Um, I'm so trying are... not to well actually too much, especially on no, please. Like... Yes, <laughs> I, I, I want. Yes, like let me know what I'm getting the fuck wrong here because <laughs> there's a lot of weird words. I learned Archon from the sword. The band continue. Archon. (laughs) (laughs) So there's ways to dive really deep into each class, but the info I basically have is uh, safe class SCPs are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. So they don't really like you contain them there's there's no threat at all and i have a good example of a mm-hmm. safe one uh the euclid euclid is that right yes it is <laughs> yes yeah. uh scps are anomalies that require more resources to contain completely or where containment isn't always reliable and as a note that uh any scp that's autonomous sentient or sapient is generally classified as euclid due to the inherent unpredictability of an object that can act or think on its own. That's true. See, Brian, this is fun for me because this is me every time I'm doing a movie and then either a character's name or an actor or actress's name. Right? I know. I'm, this is I'm, every I'm, time for me. <laughs> so I feel, I'm, I'm feeling for I'm, you so hard right now. I'm glad. I am, I'm loving this because usually it's Don doing the mispronunciation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's interesting to have a different voice saying things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Variety is the spice of life. Uh, True. I try. Hey. No, nah, you guys are better at podcasting than us. You guys, whoever is listening, <laughs> tell everyone about these people. <laughs> listen to uh, Two Towns Over. Yes. Oh, Do it. Yeah. You listen to us, check them out. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely yeah. Yeah, promote as much as we can, you guys. We share a demographic. Yeah, I we think do. it, exactly. It, it, Cross crossing the streams a little. Let's get into that. Let's, Let's just skip like, the All right. And- <laughs> you know what, guys? Let's just gab. <laughs> um, then we got Keter class. Keter? Keter? Uh, I say Keter. Some Kegel? people say Keter. I've seen it used both ways. I Keter think Keter probably makes sense. better, but yeah. So Keter. So what? Keter. So what's in? So what's in the Kegel class? The Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the subgenres. Uh, oh. That's not one of the official ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Keter class SCPs are anomalies that are exceedingly difficult to contain consistently or reliably, with containment procedures often being extensive and complex. All right, Th- Thaumiel. What? Where? What do we got here? What is that one? Thaumiel. 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 It's like thaumaturgic, so you can say it however you'd like, really. Thaumiel. Well, those class SCPs are anomalies that the Foundation specifically uses to contain other SCPs. So that's the one that says when the when it is the box. Oh, so it's like it's it's paranormal containment units, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's 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 SP SCP being used for a containment purpose, right? 
Yes. It's the yeah. easiest way to describe it, I think. It's like, so that could be a box. Josh knows this a little bit better than I do. Uh, so if Thaumiel is like, say you... I don't think this is an actual SCP, but let's say you have a magic box that nullifies the magic abilities of whatever's inside of it. That would be a Thaumiel object. Oh, okay. So you could fit like a djinn in there to lock it up. Yes. Yeah, it's and the yes. magic bottle that the djinn is in. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Both okay. are considered uh, SCPs, but both have their own classifications. Excellent. This is what we mean by literally anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually can't believe it's never explained like that in in lore. That, both both the bottle and the genie yeah. are SCPs. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. Good job, Ross. Very Bring concise. <laughs> dude. Awesome. Fucking killing it. Dude. I learned something new every single day. <laughs> I love it. Uh, then we got the- And that'll be Ross for the episode. So. All right. <laughs> Ross is out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> the Apollyon class are SCPs, are anomalies that cannot be contained and are expected to breach containment and some other similar scenario. They're They're- not easy to contain is one of these things. They often can be apocalyptic, mm-hmm. but they are not necessarily always are. They're yeah. an octopus. Basically, yes. They're like anything that could potentially cause, like, uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Like an apocalyptic scenario. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, of them might, exactly. some of them might not. You usually mm-hmm. cannot contain them uh, except with the yeah. most extreme uh, measures. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just the. You need a Pandora's plus, box. Oh, maybe yes it is artists some of them i think are just really big um <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so big what are we gonna what are we do, gonna do? I don't we'll have a box that bigger? size do you <laughs> there are some actually yeah two of them are like uh immortal sea monsters that fight to determine the the weather in the caribbean for the next 10 years or something like that <laughs> also that one state i love that yeah, i love but- this so much and then the Archon class SCPs are anomalies that could theoretically be contained, but are best left uncontained for some reason, or mm-hmm. you don't want to, don't need to contain them for whatever purpose. Yeah. So it's like uh, if the Statue of Liberty was a um, Dancing around SCP, but it's protecting New York. So why would you contain it? Because if so, you know, so basically, okay. yeah, yes, like, yeah, actually, yeah. why would you want that? to contain the north wind? It's doing stuff that wind does, yeah. Ross is on yes. top of this. Ross I was gonna say, I'm glad we kept him around. <laughs> you know what? You can stick around for the whole episode, <laughs> right? Ross, you're gonna get it. You earned it, you earned that spot. Hell yeah, this is plus this is my jam. I love stuff like this. This is, I am <laughs> happier than a hog and shit talking about this right now. All right, well, then we're gonna get into it because now I think we all have a good understanding of the foundation. Uh, so. That's without even really touching the lore, the mythos of the foundation itself. There's stories that go into all, you know, the people behind, you know, the veil and all that kind of shit. The puppet masters. So you know how it's created, history, backstory. So let's get into the really fun shit, the actual SCPs. Yes. In the broadest sense, an SCP can really be anything from urban legends to cryptids to aliens to inanimate objects to dimensions to a weird fart you had that lasted 69 seconds on July 4th, 1997 and returns every 10 years. Not sure about <laughs> that last one, but that could be one just because there's literally like really an SCP. Absolutely, really absolutely could be. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Like a, and, and, oh, if, dude, I love using the term ghost fart. That could be, yes. Right? <laughs> So, and yeah, that's what I love about the SCPs. There's literally so many, and a lot of them, a, a, a large majority, are really well done. So it's easy to find 
a good one to get into and you can almost kind of pick anything. So we're going to start off on our lowest level with a safe level SCP. And I don't think we're going to really cover every type or I don't have a list and stuff for every different one, but these are some of my, my favorite ones that I found in the brief time that I kind of explored this world. This comes from prof professor uh, Snyder, and this is SCP dash nine, nine, nine. Special Containment Procedures SCP-999 is allowed to freely roam the facility should it desire to, but otherwise must stay in its pen either between 8pm and 9pm for sleeping or during emergency lockdowns for its own safety. Subject is not allowed out of its pen at night or off facility grounds at any time. Pen is to be kept clean and food replaced twice daily. All personnel are allowed inside SCP-999's holding area but only if they are not assigned to other tasks at the time or if they are on break. Subject is to be played with when bored and spoken to in a calm, non-threatening tone. So far, it sounds a little bit like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Right? It sounds very friendly. It's nice. It, it's a still it, it is safe classification, so it's not mm -hmm. really going to do much. But mm -hmm. description. SCP-999 appears to be a large, amorphous, gelatinous mass of translucent orange slime weighing about 120 pounds, with a consistency similar to that of peanut butter. Subject's size and shape is easily malleable and can change shape at will, though when at rest, SCP-999 becomes a rounded dome roughly 2 meters wide and 1 meter in height. The surface of SCP-999 consists of a thin, transparent membrane similar to that of an animal cell roughly 0.5 centimeters thick and is highly elastic, allowing 999 to flatten portions of its body up to 2 centimeters thin. This surface is also hydrophobic, allowing 999, although 999 can willfully absorb liquids, there's an addendum to this, but the rest of uh, 999's body is filled with a viscous orange substance of unknown chemical makeup, though it is capable of digesting organic materials with ease. Question? <laughs> it's, um, dude, this is, uh, so it's, it's like a, it, like a roommate, but it's the blob. I imagine it looking like a ditto. Uh, yes, uh, it's, it's ditto. Oh. It's ditto. It's an orange ditto. Yeah. Oh, it's a little bit bigger okay. than it's like yeah. an ochre is. jelly ditto. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, so the subject's temperament is best described as playful and dog-like. When approached, 999 will often react with overwhelming elation, slithering over to the nearest person and leaping upon them, hugging them with a pair of, geez, pseudopods while nuzzling the person's face with a third pseudopod, all the while emitting high-pitched gurgling and cooing noises. The surface of SCP-999 emits a pleasing odor that differs with whomever it is interacting with, and recorded scents include chocolate, fresh laundry, bacon, roses, and Play-Doh. Trademark. Simply touching 999's surface causes it. <laughs> it's on there. That I mean, very I, trademark. If it's in the script, I read it. Simply touching 999's surface causes an immediate mild euphoria, which intensifies the longer one is exposed to 999, and lasts long after separation from the creature. Subject's favorite activity is tickle wrestling, often by completely enveloping a person from the neck down and tickling them until asked to stop, though it does not always immediately comply with this request. I guess this is the one downside. It might tickle you a little bit too much. 
right? I feel like just a okay. little bit of non-consensual tickling. Just yeah, <laughs> it's a very, it's really gropy. Uh, I, I feel that okay. I feel like this thing is totally cool, supervised, but you wouldn't want to have a sleepover with this thing because I feel that like all of this is a ruse. As in, like, it makes you smell things that are good. You're super euphoric when it touches you, and its favorite game is enveloping its entire body around your body up to your neck. A, bo- a body which can absorb organic absorb matter. organic material. This son bitch is, like, buttering you up to Yeah. Eat. Yeah. Like, I uh, think that if anybody was, like, left alone with him. Ross has exactly the correct mindset. Ross to survive in, it, in the SCP universe. <laughs> See, I I would Amazing. love on this thing. I love this little guy. I want to be best friends with him because, like, right. <laughs> but what but, happens when the feeling of euphoria intensifies so much that you can't move away from this creature, and then it just slowly digests you while you feel better and better about it? Yeah, it's like um, God, what was that movie? Brain damage. It's the weird the alien that lives in the dude's brain, like the parasitic. That it's just, it pumps I think like that's anamorphs. Well, <laughs> well, it does. <laughs> it goes on to say that the the the, the creature seemingly hates hurting people if it accidentally seems to hurt something it like whimpers similar to a dog seeming to apologize for doing oh. that and then it says yeah, that it's just a friend <laughs> while the creature will interact with anyone it seems to have a special interest in those who are unhappy and hurt or hurt in any way persons suffering from crippling depression or ptsd for example have reported having a far more positive outlook on life after multiple interactions with scp-99 and then this is when it turns total fucking government duh, or whatever the possibility of manufacturing antidepressants from scp-999 slime is currently being discussed so it's like oh Makes this sense. this this nice little creature is making people with ptsd like want to live again and we're gonna Profits. figure out how we can like scrape off the slime <laughs> so how do we apply capitalism yeah immediately yeah. yeah let's milk this thing for all it's got for this- sure we have we have the creature that cures depression and ptsd let's sell it Yes. yes. Let's let's Genetic dissect it. Put it in a box. I, exactly. I, I guess I I grew a, a special fondness for this uh, uh, this guy because he seems to love all animals, especially humans. So he, he refuses to eat any meat and even risking its own life to save others. And on one occasion, leaping in front of a person to take a bullet fired at them. So there you go. He's just, <laughs> he's just a friend. Because so it's a vegetarian, you had a affinity uh-huh and his diet consists entirely of candy and sweets with m&ms and necco wafers being its favorites <laughs> so it's you yeah, i know right <laughs> he's, he's just a blobby homeboy yeah. he just loves like, to eat candy. excuse me i'm a vegetarian i eat candy <laughs> yeah right like what else am i going to substitute meat with might as well be something good so yeah that's just um one of the the many, many safe SCPs. There's actually two addendums to this subject. One stating that it was once given a caffeinated soft drink and basically started acting like flubber and was like bouncing off the walls and being all hyper and crazy. And then in the other, they did an experiment with another SCP, SCP-682, to see the effects that it would have on that, which in, in SCP-2 is basically a large reptile-like creature with a hatred for humanity and desire for all to be wiped out. It's another one of the quintessential scps mm-hmm. which i didn't Ooh. is it yeah i didn't cover him tonight by the way 
so we, we do want two towns picturing... over. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's hey, what I tried to do. I tried over. to not cover anything that they covered on two towns over. So you can definitely go over to check out them and get all new information. So. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so is it like uh, the lizard? The the is that just his name? The lizard? The it's bad guy? An in unkillable Spider-Man? lizard. It literally cannot be killed or destroyed. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's its whole deal. It seems to be intelligent, but it hates humans so much that it won't talk to us. Yeah, it is intelligent then, right? Exactly. In that experiment, hey, Doctor Manhattan. Oh. In the experiment, it tried to squish uh, our little flubber guy, but when it did that, the the it started all of a sudden becoming happy because it came in contact with it, and so this giant alligator thing or whatever starts laughing and having a great time. And then as soon as um, SCP-999 like leaves the room, the thing gets like super pissed and does like this, like they call it like a laughing sound wave thing that like kills a bunch of people in the room and just starts laughing his maniacally. <laughs> and so it's like, it had an <laughs> just effect. Just so arbitrarily evil. <laughs> yeah. But then like, as soon as it was gone, it was just like fucking evil as shit. I love oh, it. No. Interesting. Next we have a, a Euclid level. And this one is from Mortos. This is SCP-3008. Special Containment Procedures. The retail part containing SCP-3008 has been purchased by the Foundation and converted into Site Redacted. All public roads leading to or passing by Site Redacted have been redirected. The entrance to SCP-3008 is to be monitored at all times and no one is to enter. Three. 008 outside of testing as permitted by the senior researcher. Humans exiting SCP-3008 are to be detained and then debriefed prior to the administration of the amnesia stuff, dependent upon the duration <laughs> of their stay in SCP-3008, a cover story may need to be generated prior to the release. Any other entities exiting SCP-3008 are to be terminated. So that's our procedure, and you're like, what is going on here? What the hell could yeah. this SCP be? That's the best Not thing God. about these these SCPs is that you get, like, three paragraphs into them before they've even told you what they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is, yeah, that's so cool. It's a Charizard, isn't it? <laughs> 100%. This one is not a Charizard. It's we, a we building, already did the ditto. but what is the building? Yes. Description. You are literally never going to guess. (laughs) (laughs) SCP-3008 is a large retail unit previously owned by and branded as IKEA, a popular furniture Mm. retail chain. A person entering SCP-3008 through the main entrance and then passing out of the sight of the doors will find themselves translocated to SCP-3008-1. This displacement will typically go unnoticed as no change will occur from the perspective of the victim. They will generally not become aware until they try to return to the entrance. SCP-3008-1 is a space resembling the inside of an IKEA furniture store, extending far beyond the limits of what could physically be contained within dimensions of the retail unit. Current measurements indicate an area of at least 10 kilometers squared with no visible external terminators detected in any direction inconclusive results from the use of large or from laser rangefinders has led to the speculation that the space may be infinite what's going on in your head sam <laughs> that is an ikea that is an ikea somebody went to an ikea and hated the experience as much it as i get did out and decided you know what 
I'm gonna fucking submit this to the SAP Foundation. Oh, that's I'm exactly fuck. Yeah. I love how often you can tell the inspiration for these that they are yeah. just like an amplified <laughs> real experience. Uh-huh. It's just like a, a, a rating on Google reviews, but instead they're like they were into writing short stories. <laughs> so, exactly. So yeah. if I'm if if I'm absorbing this correctly. This is like an Ikea roach motel? Like, people go in, but they can't get out of it? Or is it so big that well, you're, you're, people aren't I mean, escaping? Well... Yes to both. Yes. Okay. I mean, essentially, it's a jar... It's it's into another realm or dimension, presumably, that as soon as you're another entering dimension. into these doors and, and not looking at or not able to see the entrance anymore, you're essentially in this thing. Uh, alternate area. Ikea. Yeah. It says that there's, um, it's inhabited by an unknown number of civilians trapped with prior, uh, within prior to the containment and suggested data says that they formed a rudimentary civilization within SCP 3008-1, including the construction. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. I didn't it, know that part. It has the construction what? of settlements and fortifications for the purpose of defending against SCP 3008-2 which there's these whole other humanoid enti- entities that exist within this dimension. So I'm so sorry to interrupt, but every time you say 3008, all I can think of is the, <laughs> the black eyed peas line <laughs> that Fergie sings. <laughs> I'm so 3008. You so 2000, so 2000 and late. <laughs> See, hey, it's that- better to show up 2000 and late to the party. And to show up early. That's yeah, all I know. <laughs> very true. So, okay, people go into this IKEA or have been going in this IKEA, can't get out of it. So they build civilizations inside of this <laughs> to fight off other humanoid creatures that are living in an IKEA. Could you imagine having a Braveheart scenario in an IKEA? Yes. yes. Holy shit. <laughs> Honestly, You're just this eating is fucking we... Swedish meatballs just and fighting <laughs> creatures. <laughs> Yeah, it even this has. This is its... what we need on the next season of Twilight Zone. If you're listening, Jordan Peele, and we this know you are. This, oh, is yeah, this is the one. This is a good one. There's even day-night cycles, and those are determined by the lights and essentially going out at night. And at night, those uh, SCP-3008-2 will become more violent towards the other life forms. There was an instance where someone did actually escape someone came out the entrance were they supposed to be then they get killed yeah they got killed and then like Terminated. one of the creatures tried to come out behind him and that thing got killed as well but basically that guy had a journal documenting like his whole experience inside there which is an addendum to this which go read that we're not reading yeah. the journal right yeah, now yeah. <laughs> there's no it's, it's very long there's readings of it like on youtube and stuff that are very good they have like animations oh sure with them. Oh, cool. like if you've ever seen like infographics show Mm -hmm. type stuff i have there's a whole like subsection of infographics show that is all just scp narrations with infographic style animations yeah this this world is they're a lot of fun huge and well loved and you can find a lot of awesome shit about it so what you're going to start saying is that a lot of my favorite scps that i found are some of the more absurd and funny ones and (laughs) these are still considered actual scp entries because there's actually variations of scps as well meaning that there's specific joke scp entries so if you're looking on the site and you see something Mm -hmm. that's like scp 789-j 
uh, otherwise known as Butt Ghost <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> that that that'll be not a, even an exaggeration, <laughs> not in the least. Hell yeah. yeah, there's some really good That's ones great. there. This is what I'm in for. I'm <laughs> yeah. here for this. Let's go. Okay, but I, I didn't give you that one. I gave you something different. Moving on, we jump into a. You didn't uh, give me butt ghost. I'm sorry, I didn't give you butt ghost. I'm gonna let you experience butt ghost for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, I appreciate it. We're that, gonna jump too. into the the Keter class. Uh, I couldn't find the author of this subject, so if someone knows it, please correct me or whatever. Um, but next we're gonna have SCP-871. Special containment procedures. Each recurrence of SCP-871 is to be maintained within a separate locked concrete cell on a metal platter permanently affixed to the surface of an immovable wooden table. Each cell housing a recurrence of SCP-871 is to be monitored on a 24-hour basis via closed-circuit camera and individual feeds checked every 15 minutes. Upon the creation of an instance of 871, three Class D personnel are to be escorted by armed guards to its cell, where they are to be seated within the instance and induced to consume it. No more than one hour may be spent performing this task. In cases where additional motivation is needed, the termination of one of the Class D personnel assigned to the instance of 871 is authorized. Upon completion of the consumption of an instance, no participants may exit the cell until both they and the room have been thoroughly searched to confirm that no portions remain. The platter, table, and room are then to be cleaned in preparation for the next instance. Class D personnel who prove cooperative in the consumption of an instance of 871 may volunteer to participate in additional consumptions. Personnel exhibiting exceptional usefulness may have their monthly termination postponed. Such personnel are under no circumstances to be allowed to interact with any other SCP object. No desserts of any kind are to be served on site at any facility housing a recurrence of SCP-871. Next, we have our description, I'm, but yeah. I'm totally floored right now because I forgot the feeling of hearing an SCP for the first time. You, you don't know about I, this one? No, no, I haven't <gasps> read this one. I haven't heard this one. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, first of all, I really love the SCP wiki for phrases like consumption of an instance. <laughs> yes. yes. It's so hard to read it and get it the yeah. first time. It's so... It's genius. You have to read it like three or four times to understand it. Yeah, I understand. That's beautiful, though. It's like it is. Is if this thing just manifests, you need to have someone go in there and eat this thing. This instance. This instance. <laughs> this instant. All right, you ready for it? You want to know what we're dealing with here? All right. Description. SCP-871 is a collection of 237 cakes. Instances of 871 vary wildly in appearance and size, covering the entire range of foods described by humans as cake. The smallest observance instance was a miniature cupcake with a mass of 15 grams. The largest yet observed was 22 kilogram cake measuring 2 meters in length. When any instance of SCP-871 is consumed by a human or a collection of humans, it is replaced approximately 24 hours afterward with a similar cake. This cake will appear on a flat surface in the vicinity of the location where the previous instance was eaten. If any of these cakes is substantially damaged 
through any means other than being eaten by a human, including being eaten by a non-human animal, it will be replaced instantaneously. Instances recreated in this manner maintain the schedule of the original instance. The mechanism by which instances of 871 are replaced is currently unknown. Individual recurrences of 871 have been observed to mutate over time, varying in minor characteristics between each instance, with larger changes occurring in roughly 5% of replacements. It's, it's literally just a so, cake self-replicating that cake. wants to be eaten by people. Yeah, and... Please eat me. <laughs> it's it's a wide it's it's a range of uh many different cakes. You want it to it be. could be it could be like a uh, ugly looking cake. It could be a gross looking cake. Oh, I is don't it think cake? it has. It could be a cake that looks like a deer, like a lamb, a lamb. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been looking at that the whole time. To continue our cake theme from the past, so the big two episodes danger from this one originate originates in the consequences of an instance not being eaten. Any instance of 871 which is not consumed and will cause a new cake to be created in its vicinity after 24 hours. While this is similar to its normal replacement behavior, the original instance will continue to exhibit the same properties, replicating if damaged and continue to replace itself every 24 hours. It's going to get a little confusing. This behavior has been observed in all cases where more than 10% of the mass of an instance remained unconsumed. So if you don't eat or if there's more than 10% of the mass unconsumed, it'll still replicate. And then it's also, there's no known mechanism for halting the replication of it. And any uncontained instances could replicate exponentially. So it's going to compound on itself. So quickly oh becoming God. unmanageable. Yeah. So no maintainable plans for the containment of more than 20,000 instances of 871 have yet been de devised. It is estimated that an uncontrolled outbreak originating with a single instance would render the Earth uninhabitable within 80 days. So that <laughs> makes it technically potentially a polyon class. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. So it's a cake that'll take over the world unless you eat more than 90% of it. Yes. That's, but there's okay. like almost 300 of them. Yes. So this could be one of the fun ones to be a class D prisoner on. The only one of the few that I found, because if you just, just eat the cake, cake, you just get to now, eat cake okay. all the time. <laughs> so like Augustus for a vegetarian who only eats sweets, that would be fun. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, now, does it replicate in the same place where it was eaten? So if it you says, take all 300 cakes and then get in a spaceship and then fly out into space and then eat the cakes there. Ross so is all itself. brain problems. <laughs> Solutions right. yeah. only. Or, the whole SCP Foundation couldn't come up with that plan. You did it in, what, two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> cakes oh, five in counts space. My ass. They're just like, we're going to have people keep eating there. them. Yeah, right. Oh, Thinking outside the it's, box. Yeah. Literally, the fate of the world depends on you being able to clean your plate. That's <laughs> <laughs> your grandmother was right right <laughs> that's wild that's like that's such an, a um i love seemingly um not idiotic because that's not the right choice where it's the first one comes right a simple object that could be catastrophic but just by the amount of it not because it's like it has teeth or fangs it's literally that there's going to be so much cake everyone will just be drowning in cake yeah <laughs> drowning in cake and it's 
that seems <laughs> for, for <laughs> I mean, a vegetarian that only eats t-shirt. candy. That it sounds may, awesome. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could keep going with many more SCPs, but I'm kind of like, we're doing fine on time and all that stuff. I didn't really write anything down because I wanted to bring it over to our guests tonight and see if they have a few SCPs that maybe I didn't talk about that your favorites that, that should be discussed. Anything that I've, that I've not hit on. I mean, it's a giant world. And I know I just like was like, hey, what's your favorite of like 7,000 things? I, I, have, <laughs> I have one pulled up. But I want to see, do you have any that you have thought of? Not off the top of my head. It's we covered literally all of my favorite ones on because we, we did we did our main SCP episode. Mm-hmm. We did the same thing that we did here where we explained what the foundation is, how it works, all that, blah, blah, blah. And then we did our following midweek episode. We read two or three more of them after the explanation Mm -hmm. so we got to cover like literally all of my favorites (laughs) i don't have any off the top of my head no so i have one pulled up nice it's a special one because when our podcast was happening it had just been announced that this one took spot seven thousand oh Oh, Oh, you got seven thousand this is the entry for scp-7000 It is a Keter class anomaly. Special containment procedures. All containment efforts respecting SCP-7000 are under the purview of the Emergent Threat Tactical Response Authority. Non-ETTRA personnel must refrain from containment activities directly related to this scenario. All Foundation personnel must consult ETTRA Manual LK-4. Uh, before no, under- I forgot how deep these yeah. ones go. No, they go <laughs> deep. The contest winners, there is so much more lore. Yes. We're only going to get to do a little bit of this, and then I'm going to explain kind of what I have learned about it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. before undertaking their daily duties, they must consult that manual. Tasks with a probability index above 4.9 must not be attempted except under direct instruction from Overwatch Command, the, over- the O5 Council. ETTRA or supervisory personnel uh, possessing security clearance level 4 plus. A full manifest of known SCP-7000 effects will be propagated daily on SCIP.net and must (laughs) must until further notice uh, be consulted before experiments or operations of any kind are undertaken. Its description is thus. SCP-7000 is a progressive randomization of probability factors and anomalous fortuity on the planet Earth and potentially beyond. The effect is not total. A comprehensive karmic failure would in quick succession terminate consensus normalcy, the SCP Foundation, and the human race. Uh, But it is instead piecemeal. I'm going cross-eyed hold on yeah, i got you i got, gonna you. Say, I got you i need... know we're almost to the part i know where i'm, I'm just the guy who doesn't like. understand stuff but i'm gonna get this <laughs> broken down a little for me this one's heady <laughs> basically what i've come to understand is that scp-7000 uh let me see if it, where's its code name here i believe it's called the loser Aww. okay it's just a field that generates non-random probability. Okay. So basically, 
they they can't What's... contain it. But if it happens enough, the world basically non-realities itself. Oh. Wow. This is what I meant when I said earlier that Jesus. some SCPs are more like concepts. The whole concept <laughs> of this SCP is that it is the reason that we know about the SCP Foundation. Oh, really? Yes. It is a breakdown of their secrecy protocols. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So for the 7,000... So for the 7,000 SCP, the in-universe explanation of this SCP is that it is the reason that the internet is now flooded with SCP stuff. Interesting. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's basically... So it's the origin story. Kind of. It's like they just noticed that the world knows about the SCP Foundation. Oh, interesting. In universe. It's, yeah, it, and this SCP is the reason we found out. It's just a random probability that made somebody find a file. I see. Holy shit. <laughs> Isn't it non-random probability, right? That's what it was? Right. So Purposeful instead of, probability? It wouldn't be like not, bad luck. Yeah. It almost sounds like bad luck, whereas if it's dub named like The Loser. Yeah. It almost seems it anything. It is basically, it's, yeah, it's basically just bad luck. It's their bad luck that we started finding out about what they're doing in the SCP Foundation. Because they contained it? Yeah, because now, you know, in universe, we're the people that now know about right. the SCP Foundation. <laughs> yeah. So but, this SCP is why we know about it. It's so just a, it made it certain that we would find out. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. So by owning it now or categorizing it as bad luck, it's now exposing. Wow. That's so meta. It's so weird. There's a it yeah. gets Yeah. SCP stuff gets real meta sometimes. It gets I real like heady. That. It gets, yeah, it's so fun to dive into. Like a few other ones quickly. I mean, I guess that I looked up, I had to look up what SCP-666 was. It's not like oh, yeah, nice. that devilish or crazy. It's actually pretty interesting. It's a, it's, it's a medium sized Tibetan yurt made of tied wooden branches and covered in yak leather. And oh. basically, <laughs> How it, appears, it appears under certain circumstances, if you're up in a cold weather, mountainous area and you're like have been lost or something like that, it'll appear yeah. before you. But what they discovered within it is okay. that like some people will go in and just be completely fine, be nice and warm and be like, OK, this is great and everything. And then other people will come out of it having like crazy hallucinogenic experiences. And what they found out is that the people that are having these hallucinogenic experiences are anyone who's ever suffered with like addiction. So it makes you a, and like it's like a so, fucking ayahuasca. Uh, oh shit! Sh like kind of. So oh, like God. so like proximity so, ayahuasca. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> just walk. Could you imagine just walking into a building and be like, "I am now tripping my balls off." For no yeah, because there's like there's apparently this there's SCP six 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 one that lives inside there as well and like tries to like it basically puts you in a hallucinogenic mindset of like presenting your addiction to you and like oh, the wow. SCP that's in there will start like maybe like pushing you towards it and making you like passive aggressively like trying to like get you to do your addiction and the more you go into it the more dangerous it gets and it will essentially if you keep going into your addiction the scp will like keep egging it on and ultimately you would overdose and die from it but what can happen so it's an enabling friend. it's like a little shaman jigsaw but it also if it's you are from far cry 5 if you Ooh. try to uh-huh 
push the addiction away and overcome it, it more or less supports that as well. And people who have come out of that hallucination from that have essentially felt like they've really kicked their like, addiction. Kick their addiction after it. So yeah, it's like it can be good or bad so depending on how wild. you can fight the addiction. Yeah, so it's, it's basically uh like a speed dating but for rehab. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> speed rehab. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Speed hab. Um, speed hab. <laughs> paranormal speed hab. <laughs> Coin it, mint it. We got it. We're starting it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you can buy a paranormal speed hab gold minted coins. Um they're collectible, one of a kind. Those will be coming out soon. Yeah. 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 We have a mint. You know, I do now that I think about it, I I do have one SCP lore thing to talk about. It's not really Love a it. specific SCP. Do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. So obviously all these SCP designations, you have to wonder what's SCP-1. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I suppose somebody should wonder that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh nobody knows exactly what SCP dash one is right so there's i believe it's all of the scps one through ten are all set up as nine of them are decoys for scp dash one or none of them are real and we don't actually know anything about scp dash one oh cool oh yeah yeah there yeah so i'm on the page for scp dash one it's just event description a sperm whale estimated to be two kilometers in length was observed breaching the ocean's surface. Goodness. Uh, then, event description. A glowing humanoid figure manifested on a subway platform and was seen by several eyewitnesses. Event description. There's literally just like 13 event descriptions for different SCP-1s. Oh. All of the dates are uh, redacted. Most of the locations are redacted. It's very fun. So weird. <laughs> God, this is such a it's a what a a beautiful creepy lagoon to swim in. This this content is just so good. It's you can you can lose so the weight in your creepy lagoon. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll 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 give one more. This is one of the newer ones. This is SCP-7590. Containment efforts are dedicated to preventing the multiple deaths of David Schwimmer from becoming public. Personnel Personnel are stationed at Schwimmer's four places of residence in Chicago, New York City, and Los Angeles. Once once Schwimmer resurrects, he will be immediately uh, interned at the nearest foundation site. All right, Every sentence is better. <laughs> SCP-7590 are persistent anomalous events causing the death and subsequent resurrection of American actor, comedian, and producer David Schwimmer. <laughs> 7590 events occur randomly and will invariably cause the demise of David Schwimmer. Within the time span of one to seven days following an event, Schwimmer will be resurrected at one of his four homes throughout the United States, notably unaware of the event, but still recollecting past life of experiences. Events are not solely localized to Schwimmer and will cause damage to the surrounding area and nearby persons. While the exact cause is unknown, Foundation researchers have determined the earliest known event to have taken place one day following the premiere of Friends 
popular sitcom early in the mid 90s and then it goes into a bunch wow. of different events which are really fun to read because it all ends <laughs> it all ends with him he spontaneously Dying. combusts is how he dies <laughs> oh my god so david schwimmer just has a respawn mod on life <laughs> yeah so good essentially okay, so scp 7000 was very cool and meta they should have won uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> David Schwimmer. Yeah. Oh, that's imagine? such a fun one. So that's that's it. And I think that's a good point to kind of. I got I got something real quick. It's oh. something I never thought to ask until you were. Oh my god. Just now. Okay. It's it's uh, tangential. Ross, what are your feelings on David Schwimmer, as somebody who would have grown up when Ross was popular? <laughs> Um, oh. oh, like just the name. Um, <laughs> this is like the weirdest question that Conan has ever asked a guest. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> okay, I get realistically, I it, it got oh man, it got agitating after a while because someone's like, I believe oh, it. Yeah. Oh, Ross from Friends. I go, kinda, yeah, spelled the same. But yeah, sure. except um, I'm I'm a different person. Yeah, but it's a bit, literally it'd be like, oh, hi, my name's Ross, and they go, oh, like from Friends. I was like, S- yeah. I picked what? up a to little bit of bitterness in your facial expressions just talking about David Schwimmer that made me be like, oh shit, does Ross not like him because of the name? <laughs> uh, maybe he's just not into a swimmer. I mean, not everyone you know, is a swimmer oh, head. You're not a swimmyak? I fully did not even connect it until halfway through his answer. Uh, sh- I believe it's a swim fan. A swim fan. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a tough yeah, one. That's tough. true. Yeah. Uh, so, a similar question to Sam How was your life affected by late 2010s Nickelodeon sitcoms? Sam and Cat. Oh. Uh totally unaffected. You know what it was affected by? Dr. Zeus. Oh Sam I oh Sam I Sam I am. That's it. Sam I am. Green eggs and ham. I don't eat them, by the way. Never even seen them. You don't need to ask. Did you mean to run? (laughs) (laughs) Like that almost sounded like you fed that was like your blurb that that you said to like I thought he's had a lifetime to work on it. And another weird connection. I was thinking of the movie about the Sean Penn, I am Sam. I don't go full R word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, yeah. The the lauded Tom, what the fuck ever his name is. Film. What's that guy's name again? Sean Penn. No, no, no. The other one, his brother in that movie. Oh, I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was Harvey Milk. God damn it. That was... All right, Brian, go ahead and land this plane. Land it. All right. All right. So that's a great place to end the the, the segment. Um, as I said before, definitely go over to Two Towns Over. Check out their shit on it to get even some more SCPs. They talk into some really fun ones, some punny ones. That was really good one as mm. well. Um, and check oh, that I'm out. I'm so glad you shouted it out. I, that <laughs> I so enjoyed much. that one. As soon as that ended, I was like, oh, God damn it. That was beautiful. All right. We're going to take a quick break and, and, and finish this off tonight with Would You Rather. Ed Gein. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsors for those lovely words of encouragement. So as we said before the break, we're going to jump into our Would You Rathers. And as per usual, I'm going to go over to Reddit with our first one. And we'll just start there. So which superpower would you choose? with side effects so you can fly but every 10 minutes you have to come down and touch grass or you can teleport but you have to (laughs) this one's terrible you could teleport but you have to have a small piece of your skin cut every time you do so 
You can breathe underwater, Ooh. but you have to grow permanent gills on your abdomen. You have super speed, but every time you use it, you need the amount of calories you've burned to recharge. Ooh. Or oh. you can talk to animals, but you can't ever speak. You can write stuff to humans ever again. So okay. you got your flight, teleport, teleport. teleport you got to like cut yourself, oh, you little emo kid. Well, yeah, cut a little of my skin. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, like, that, <laughs> I can teleport. I mean, te- technically, that would just be like a uh, like a paper cut, right? Well, I mean, we've already established I'm the toughest one here. Based that's on true. Experience. <laughs> that is true. Once Next. again, based on the dental scale. <laughs> Sam has procured himself going, as the alpha male. <laughs> go, going back to my concern with these types of things, it's all about survival. And in a survival situation, teleportation is going to aid me the most of any of these, right? But you have to have a small piece of your skin cut every time. So I don't know if that means like you have to cut and then you teleport or if or like you teleport and you get like a Ooh, little it's cut like a bl- It's like a bloodletting spell. Either way, spell. I can... I, if you've ever worked in a kitchen, it's not an issue. Well, I guess if I have to cut... Exactly. Yeah. Then you have to think, you know, am I able yeah, to cut myself quickly Yeah, if I'm Aladdin at the bottom of the ocean, I'm not going to be able to cut myself too quick. Yeah. But, but I'm going to assume I just get cut. So. Also, the first one, it seems like it's a trick because you can fly, but you have to touch grass every 10 minutes. What happens if you go over water? You or that's like, a risk you have just, to take. <laughs> I could just put some grass in my pocket, though. You already you know that that's a bad idea. Minutes, yeah. You're fucking dead. <laughs> could I carry around like a strip of sod with me <laughs> oh. right. right like like i can Jack carry Sparrow around with the jar little, of dirt exactly i can carry around a little potted thing of grass whatever yeah like oh you're like, a, you're like a sky vampire you have to have your own earth around you <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm going with fly because i mean that's like my number one thing i would want to do out of this so yeah i'm gonna go with fly sam you're gonna go with teleport ross what are you choosing oh god damn it um my heart's telling me fly, but logically, I think I'm going to do teleport too, because I think that would be just, t- like, that would just be paper cuts, which would be fucking going to handle it, dog. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with, I'm with Brian all the way, because I'll take conditional flight mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going full water world. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, ways. you know You're what? You're going to become like the deep from the boys. I'm a Floridian. Right? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, love true. swimming. I will live in the water if it was at all possible, and that would make it possible. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know okay. I, think, I think I'm going to recant my teleportation. Oh. I'm going to go for talking to animals. Can I think I could, it? I could. I could probably. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Because then that means we have two for fly and one for everything else. So I'm going to pick fly as our answer and we're going to vote on it. So far, there's only 772 votes on this. Nope, that changed. There are actually 811 votes on it. Whoa. (laughs) And it looks like it's neck and neck for the top spot right now. Top spot is teleport at 308. Then that's Mm -hmm. closely followed by fly at 305. And then we have 117 going for super speed, 42 going to breathe underwater, and 39 talking to animals. I like talking to animals. I mean, I don't I disagree, but then we couldn't animals. podcast again. Well, we could, but you'd probably just oh, sound like an animal. Could I have a parrot talk for me? I guess. Ooh. Oh, shit. Because I could talk to the parrot. Dude, Ross with that. the galaxy brain every <laughs> time tonight. You can't it keep every time. him down. It's yeah. a workaround, but not on my podcast, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how long i'd want to listen to like a parrot a, as a, a parrot, parrot. Oh, yeah, that probably oh my would, god that'd be the horrible. novelty yeah. on that would go really fast really quick really can you quick. teach a bear to talk I can't <laughs> something else you could teach talk. a monkey to type for you that's true. that's fair 
and just use like a yeah automated talking. Okay, Ross. Wait, what do you wait, got? wait. What the hell it's is too this? complicated. This is just Shakespeare. <laughs> Write it again. Uh, Hawking already <laughs> solved it. There's <laughs> machines for this. <laughs> There's machines. For this. Damn it. All right, Ross. All right. So, um, out of, uh, I feel this is applicable for everyone. Out of each one of our episodes, not each episode, but out of our shows, you have to submit one object or creature in the SCP index from our show and your show. Which one would you choose? What would you choose? What would you like? What would you think would be a good submission into the collective? I'll go first. Oh, oh, we are prepared. All right. So I'll go, I'll go first. All right. So in extraordinary, there is the, I see what you're saying. The movie. So there's the, uh, there's the deer head that just is crying Mountain (laughs) Dew. That seven would, up or, or sorry, seven up, yeah, yeah, seven up. That's a good one. Um, that would be the one that I would submit. I think that SCP would be the pair. Dash, you know, the seven thousand something. It's deer head. Yeah, it's just a deer, deer head, head that, that cries sprite. Cries sprite. Seven up. Okay. Yeah. I follow. Um, I'm gonna go basic, but it's gonna be a movie one again. Um, Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman. Oh, good call. I'm submit Psycho Goreman to the uh, SCP. That yeah, like that's a, fucking okay. could have come from SCP. Apocalyptic guy. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go with which it probably is an SCP. I'm going with Mel's Hole. I think that's a great. Ooh. I love Mel's Hole. Yeah, Mel's Hole is fantastic. The hole. The wait. Are we talking about his? If whole that is not hole? an SCP, or are we talking about the seal? Like, are we talking about like the, or the whole hole? No, we're talking about the hole. The whole hole. The endless hole. Mel's Hole. Mel's Hole. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, the yawning portal. I get it. So this is actually such a good one for us. We we have a character actually that we are going to submit at some point. What? Yeah. Did this just, character. Did we just get a Childish Pot exclusive? <laughs> no, 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 we talked about, talk about it. Yeah, they talk about it. Um, it's like Teddy. So spaghetti. this oh, character okay. was born out of a joke when we did the the Russian sleep experiment. Uh, oh, creepy oh pasta. My God. Yeah, way, way wow. back. Like the third episode Ooh. that I was on. Um, Crazy. We mm-hmm. made up a character called PCP Pete. <laughs> Perfect. And <laughs> this became a recurring character on our show. Yeah. Uh, we, would, we would talk about Pete. Pete was in recovery. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was our first listener. And we just <laughs> shout him out all the time. You know, PCP Pete, we know you're struggling. But we you got this, buddy. Shout out. And... Eventually, I don't even know what did it. But uh, you you said that Pete had an overdose. Oh, that's right. I did say Pete had an overdose, and then a few episodes later, the guys were like, "Did?" But I thought Pete was dead because I mentioned Pete. <laughs> oh, and I told them no. Pete became an incorporeal being, mm. and he's now just a part of the stories we tell on our show. So Pete is an SCP that manifests. In the place of other known SCPs. Oh. And he's sometimes from PCP Pete to SCP Pete. And he's sometimes Mm -hmm. mean. So like sometimes when you see Slender Man, it's actually Pete. It's actually Pete. (laughs) I don't see Slender Man. Oh, wow. Fuck him. There is no Slender Man. Only Pete. Only Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That was a good question, Sam. That nice little like lead in there was my Way question. to go that's a good question I, you couldn't have done it on purpose that was Absolutely that was brilliant thank amazing. you for that setup <laughs> oh thank you 
Thank oh, you, Ross. Sam, for acknowledging that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Ross. I didn't mean that. <laughs> that was a good question, Ross. Good job, Ross. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Sam, do you want want me or should we throw to our guests? Yeah, I got one. Um, I know Ross and I might struggle with a little bit more than Rybrand and our guests, but uh, in the vein of the way I've been asking questions, if one of these things, if one of these SCPs was to become a story, whether it was an episode of a show or a movie, what would you want to see and i'll start us off since i just threw it at everybody and i'll go with the cake one brian laid on us i want like a simpsons episode it, it made while you were talking about it, it made me think of homer and the donut where he, if he finished the donut he would go to hell mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. except the cake expands right um, but i would want i want to see uh like treehouse of horror maybe the whole episode is scps Okay. Like the mm-hmm. one I want to see is uh, the cake. You guys got anything? Anyone? <laughs> That's so tough. Uh, I do. Okay. I have one. All right. Let's hear it. I am captivated by, um, <clears throat> I think it was, I don't remember which episode of ours it was, but it was the the Sock Dimension. <laughs> the, well, yeah, yeah. The that, sock that was Dimension. The, oh, so yeah. that was in <laughs> SCP-J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of okay. the joke ones. So that one is... There is, it's just an extra dimensional plane where all of your left socks end up. (laughs) That's beautiful. And also, apparently the piles of laundry became sentient and also eat you. So I would absolutely love to see a movie of like one of the expeditions in to the 100%, sock dimension 100 percent, yeah I would oh, love that. that would be God, awesome i love that That's i mean so similar good. to that i think i would want something like a, a series on the ikea and the people and the civilization yeah, yeah. yeah. The, stories everything. from ikea yes exactly Just a, yeah oh that would God. be fun. already a nightmare i don't need that but that would be a good hbo series right oh, <laughs> okay get that oh, on sure. hbo max Just like an anthology series because it's so big they don't have to be associated with each other at all it's basically just, just yeah. its own yeah shared just universe. different time yeah <laughs> all right oh, all that I, see good, good shit for my love of anthologies i would do a series based on the janitor at this facility also, oh, oh, well, dude, Ross's, you're just Ross's on brain. it, dude. So it's just like you, the guy cleaning up the aftermath. So like half it, you don't even get the explanation of what the fuck the thing was or what was in the room. It's just the guy cleaning it up and kind of be like, all right, just another Monday, just cleaning up body parts. <laughs> Ross, it sounds like you're tapped into the ether tonight. Is the janitor already a character? Uh, yes. If yeah. not, I need to find it. <laughs> is the janitor a character in the, in the SCP? Yeah. Oh, are you there's serious? There's also a whole thing in. Um, so there's a game called yeah. Control, okay. which is mm-hmm. heavily. It's the closest thing we've ever gotten to like a real SCP lore game. It's changed. It's called like the Bureau of Control rather okay. than the SCP Foundation, but it is effectively exactly the same as the SCP Foundation. Oh, yeah, wow. and uh, it's if if you guys are hardcore gamers at all definitely play control at some point down okay that sounds very amazing. good ross you really have pierced the veil tonight and connected <laughs> to like a whole new world That's, you know what um, he did he went into the yurt 
<laughs> That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I um, Yertis. I uh, un- yeah. I I actually work for them. You guys have been doing a fucking <laughs> job. Oh shit. <laughs> Now that's a Chuddle exclusive. <laughs> and this is the last episode any of us ever recorded. <laughs> I did it. Jesus fucking Christ. We're talking about the control game where you get all the powers and you can, like, yeah, the girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy shit. I did not even, like, put that together as being a, any sort of relation to SCP. But yes, it totally is. <laughs> like, it's exactly I've played what that. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's Such awesome. a fun game. Yeah, it's so it's, much fun. It's more or less just walking around. Like, the combat is secondary to walking around reading SCP files. Yeah, there's just so much shit in there. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, that awesome. is absolutely. Go play Control. I actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> so for a hot minute, here's a here we go. For a hot minute, I did like a, a YouTube channel doing Let's Plays and shit like that. And I did play that on the channel. Um, Incidentally, no I didn't shit, talk during what? that one. That was one of the times where I was just trying to produce more content. And I was like, uh, hey, listen to this album. Yeah. While Link's I play this game, Link's gonna yeah. be in the yeah, description. I watched your talking ones, right? The talking ones; those yeah. were fun for a little bit. Anyway, okay. It's like I miss Brian. I'll hear his voice. Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian, drop the link in the description. We don't need a resurrect. Oh yeah, you want the gaming channel? No. I'm not doing anything with it. So if you want to watch like <laughs> some <laughs> series of videos that aren't completed, go ahead and check if that you're out. You're a fan <laughs> of dead content. Then <laughs> link in the description. <laughs> uh josh did you have a series you wanted made or so there's one scp that is like a lake of blood Ooh. and Brad. different things have come out of it over time like one time it was like terminator type deals one time it was mm-hmm. demons so there's just this massive team of combat personnel around it at all times just waiting for the next thing to come out and I, if I remember correctly, it takes a little bit longer every time. And the mm. next thing is always exponentially more dangerous. Oh, I like that. Damn, that's fun. <sighs> that's awesome. That's cool. That's, <laughs> that's really so cool. cool. I like that a lot. Okay, well, I think that's all the questions from us Chuddlemen. Let's go over to the uh, two townsmen. <laughs> I've, one. I've had one locked and loaded and ready to go. All right, and let's hear it. direct SCP related to Would it. You Rather... Taste the liquid left in the chamber from SCP-173 or be solely responsible for containing the replicating cakes. Oh. So God, I had so... to uh Oh my god. That's... I had to go check on my child and step away for a minute during the taste of the liquid. I only heard the tail end of that. What what uh, what the... is this liquid? The one from the the statue that uh oh you mean poop blood. has blood right so I eat yeah yeah so yeah. cake oh okay so okay, the okay. so the question Sam is cake or poop blood no, no the no, actual no, no, question no. is yeah. the actual question yeah. is would you rather taste poop blood once or die from eating cake <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm I was gonna say I'm gonna go with the poop blood I mean honestly <laughs> I'll I'll get a whole new mouth dude I don't care. For real, the whole thing here so, was how can I get them to say that they want to taste the poop blood? Oh my right? god! Yeah, yeah you, figured you, it out. You nailed it. Wait, so are you in charge of are you in charge of one replicating cake or all three hundred cakes? All all three hundred of them. You are doomed. Oh yeah, no, that's not possible. Yeah, I'll take yeah, I'll take the I'll take the blood poop sandwich, please. Us, but the worst you, Sophie's choice. You yeah, also, that was worst. the goal. 
The worst. Oh. If you want to see the world end, you do get to live in a world where cake is going to take over everything, and you would get to see how that happens. That could be well, And you and Ross want to oh, see shit. the world end, as we as discussed in some prior episode. <laughs> Did it? Oh, well, what that was. What a- if instead of the, the rich eating the cake? The cake eat the rich. The cake eat the rich. Yeah. <gasps> right? Oh, Yo, my come God. On. You get to see that. That's happen. a shirt right there. That's a crossover shirt. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. So is everyone. Well, wait. I'm, I'm ultimately tasting the poo blood. I yeah. think we've oh, reached yeah. a consensus blood. on that one. Yeah. I think okay. that's a pretty unanimous. Yes. I've successfully gotten everyone to say that they want to taste the liquid from the Weeping Angel chamber. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the goal. Yeah. 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 At least it's like a... Mi- I want to or choose to. Yeah. At least it's all a liquid. You know what I mean? So it's not like a surf... That's- it's not like a surf <laughs> It's thick, though. It's thick. I don't like the word you just said. <laughs> At least and it's mostly a taste. liquid. You didn't say, like, spoonful. <laughs> yeah, he, he did just say no, no, taste. No, th- you you no. got to, like, run a finger through it and, like, clean your finger off. Oh, so yeah. you got to do like a cocaine, but in the movies? You got to rub it in your hands. You got to rub that on your line. Some pure poop blood right here. <laughs> this is pure blood. cut Colombian poop blood. <laughs> yeah. 99% out. No okay. And I mean, lastly, Ruben, did you have anything for us? I do. I do have. Love it. I think it's a less malicious question. <laughs> um, God damn it. Okay, so in the vein of uh, some of the other questions we've heard tonight, if you had to choose an in, uh, excuse me, an SCP from one of our shows, mm-hmm. which one would you want to be? Oh, mm. interesting. Um, <laughs> maybe David Schwimmer. Oh my God! You took my <laughs> no, no, no. To be clear, you'd be the thing that continuously kills and then respawns, David Schwimmer. Okay. Well, okay. I think. Okay. Well, okay. 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 Is it? I don't. I understood the thing to be. Well, I don't know. I guess is it a thing that's killing David Schwimmer, or is David Schwimmer the thing? Yeah, because it said David Schwimmer is unaware of the occurrences of the anomaly. That's true. Okay. Well, so you could be the <laughs> wizard that cursed David Schwimmer. <laughs> that could be fun too. That's Ross's <laughs> choice for sure. Right. Well, uh, the, the thing that kills David <laughs> yeah. Schwimmer. No Schwimmer yeah. fan over there. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna call the. I call the ochre jelly that's basically just a, a ditto that makes you feel good. Yeah, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a that's a pretty good choice. That's the one you missed, like Sam. Pretty that's the one I missed, yeah. Yeah. So when I was 22, I basically was the the weeping angel one because I just constantly skidded around in my own feces all the time. That's what my house was like. <laughs> It's Ruben saw what that house looked because like. It's not that far off from the truth. <laughs> no, no, that place was disgusting. It wasn't like necessarily your fault. It was not a great situation to be in. But <laughs> it was doing real bad. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I was that one, and I think I would either like practically, yeah, I, I would be the the jelly. Um, sure. jelly's a good choice. But so on our show. We talked about one on our midweek after our big SCP episode. There is an SCP that is her nickname is not good enough. (laughs) She can almost do literally anything, whether it's possible or not. She Mm -hmm. is capable of almost doing anything. So like if you tell her to uh, kill a man, 
she will like shoot him in the head and then immediately magically revive him because she can't actually carry out the full command. It's not good enough. She's Will Ferrell and uh, Austin Powers. Oh, shit. <laughs> almost kill- is a- Yo, that's a deep pull. <laughs> shit leave me very, very badly, badly burned. Disfigured. There is not only yeah. one galaxy brain. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you could like reverse psychology that. Really, like, no, they've I need- tried. Uh, they've yeah. tried. They've tried. Like, I, so I, want you to, about the, I want you to not kill this guy. <laughs> if you tell her a paradox, uh, she breaks reality. Oh, Great. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep Ross away from her. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah. We don't need to be in the same I'm yeah. I'm 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 uh what is it? Uh A. I don't need to be by the subject whatsoever. <laughs> I'm gonna go, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna push go, that button. I'm gonna go big. I think I'm. I I know we talked about it insanely briefly, but um, I feel like I want to be a giant underwater sea monster fighting for the tides in the Caribbean. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I get exercise. That's rad. Uh, there's a great view. <laughs> um, I get to like just hang out. Uh, and I think it only happens what once every ten years. So like once I've done fighting, I could just bullshit and hang out. Like <laughs> they just like go back into the water like like what's Godzilla. The, yeah, do, what's do, the four hundred one k like? Is like a nap time or is it like uh-huh. a um, Pacific Rim type thing? Is there like a hangout, you know, gym zone thing that I you know like is it underwater? <laughs> is there like a condo? I think you probably exactly. get lonely. Yeah. That'd be the, the tough part. The military frequently helps one of the kaiju's because it it's in favor of good weather. Okay. Oh, okay, so I, I gotta be. Oh, nice. so if I'm the other kai, see, I didn't specifically say if I was good weather or bad weather kaiju, then that might there might be a. Well, why would you want to be? Well, I, I mean, obviously, I want to be good weather. I mean, bad weather. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You've I made like some wild choices. Well, kaiju storms, storms would be just rad there for like but, the the combat, right? Just yeah. the fun of it. Yeah, Dad. Would, it sounds like you're immortal, more or less, right? Neither one of them are dying. That's in an endless battle. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mind yeah. me just a yeah, Leviathan forever. doing Leviathan. I shit. thought you were cool, Ross. Yeah, yeah I thought you were cool, dude. Wow. <laughs> Narc. Nor- <laughs> Narc. Hey, is that from wait, that's from Friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would know. I'm the thing that kills David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Did Allegedly. we all pick one? Or did Sam? I did not. I don't really know what to say. I can't say cake again. Dude, you could be the cake. Hey, guess what, Sam? There's 300 of them, or three. You could be the yurt. You could be like 7,000, right? Yeah, there's 7,000. We only talked about a few. You could be um, an alligator uh, thing. Oh, the lizard man that doesn't die and hates everything. I don't know much about him, but oh yeah, and he thinks you. He's smart enough to realize that sounds like that sounds like you get behind. (laughs) All right, for for the brief time that I've known you, Sam, uh, I I think I think you would want to be the alligator. Yeah, perfect, perfect, right? Yeah, awesome, nailed it. I love it. Well, great. That's an awesome place to end it for tonight. So once again, we are definitely saying a huge thank you for joining us to Josh and Ruben. Thank you for having us. No, huge thank you to you guys for having us. Seriously, like we're so happy to be here. It's very surreal to us that we're on somebody else's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird feeling. I never thought it would happen. 
right? <laughs> we'll, we'll swap a guest spot with you guys at some point oh, too. Yeah. We'll we'll have you guys on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I would I love to get weird. I'd love to come on. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to do that. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Definitely go and check out their podcast, Two Towns Over, an urban legend podcast where they cover. They have an SCP episode, which I highly recommend, and they cover all sorts of good shit. So especially if you love, you know, the creepy files or anything we really talk about on here, I think you guys are all going to enjoy their stuff over there. So. Don't forget about us. Go ahead and follow at Chuddle the Sam, at Chuddle the Ross, hey. at Chuddle the Brian with a cuz fuck it on Instagram and Slasher. <laughs> and don't forget to follow all of us at Chuddle the Pod on those two places as well. And if you forget for any reason where you can find us, where you can listen to us, you can always go to ChuddleThePod.com for all the dates and details don't forget uh please rate us five stars would be awesome really helps us out and most importantly share us around and get the shuttle into other people's ears so thank you all once again and until next time we'll be waiting We all serve time together. We used to live together. We lived together. (laughs) That's what I. That's what I say about my old house too. Definitely served time. (laughs) What's funny is that you guys know that was less than a year that the three of us lived together. Yeah, you two would have lived together for a full year, but not with me.